Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome, Wade. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you made it. I've been looking for you, but I, I, I didn't know where to find you. I couldn't call you because I don't have your number. I just want to know what's been going on with you. And I'm glad you made around, uh, and let's just talk a little while. You know, there's so many things that's going on today. We could just talk about the shooting that was in South Texas, or we can talk about the prices of gas, which is crazy. Or we can just talk about the war that's going on overseas, or the, or the pending pandemic that's seen to be right around the corner. But let's just talk about you. How you been doing. Welcome again to the, uh, our program here. This is Free on the Inside. I'm your host, your humble host, Minister Joel Lewis. But today we want to talk about you and your take on the, on things that's going around. We hear what everyone else has to say, but what do you have to say about the situation that you face on a day-to-day basis? I hope the situation is not overwhelming, not to the point that you're ready to give up and just throw in the towel, as they say, but you're willing to hang on in there and make things right in your life and your family life. You know, as we go through each and every day, we face challenges, but the challenges are so uh, are, seem to be overshadowing. The challenges seem to be so surmountable that we just uh, don't seem to know what to do. But what are you doing? What are you doing to keep yourself afloat? What are you doing to keep your head level? I encourage you to, uh, you know, to, uh, think about it. Just think about it. how far you done came and what your goal is. Is said to be, you know, uh, uh, in this tech- technological age, there's so many things that can grab our attention. You know, the internet is full of little, little, uh, uh, little exit points. And I'm saying that so you can exit from society. You know, they got TikTok where you can look at the little videos with men and women that put, uh, got a little stage plays going on, or a man get caught in a industrial affair in his house, and, and it's kind of comical and and how. Uh, guys are, are making money or whatever it may be that catch your fancy, you know, dog tricks, kids tricks, pony tricks. It's all just a trick, you know. <laughs> but and, it's, and, and that's a good way to uh, to kind of uh, get out of the situation, but it's not a permanent way. Don't get caught up in loss and all those things that you perceive that, that seem to draw your attention. Remember that they're only temporary, but it, but life is much more valuable and much more nose worried than that. If you see uh, things that's going on on the Internet, you don't want to be a tr- uh, drawn to it to the point that you're trying to emulate it. You know, there's a lot of talking heads out there, but it should only be one voice that you hear. You know what I mean? One voice that you've uh, been drawn to. One voice that says, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And another voice is a trick and a liar and a deceiver. And so you have to be very mindful of those things there. Uh, you know, and so as you think about uh about what's going on today. How are you how are you managing the shooting that was in South Texas? What is your take on that on that shooting? What are you thinking that what we could do to offset something like that? Some people say we need more police officers. Some people say we need more guns. We need a better security system for our st- uh, structure, the school, banks, hospitals, uh, even our home, more surveillance, you know. But actually, we just need more of self-awareness. We need to be more aware of our surroundings, more aware of the life that's going to be affected by doing things the way that they're being done. 
you know, because there's a lot of lives that's been affected on both sides of the spectrum, you know. And a lot of times people are not realizing, hey, what I am doing and what I even think about doing, what effects it has on someone else. You know, I talk to men and women at various times because I do mentoring because someone mentored me. Matter of fact, I'm still under the mentorship and the care of someone else, not so much so that, uh, that I'm talking to them on a regular basis, but I remember the things that they used to tell me when I was wanting to do my own thing, how they used to encourage me when I wanted to give up, how they used to challenge me when I seemed like I wanted to just stay still and don't move. They, you know, and it rings in my mind constantly to let me know that, hey, I'm not alone. I want to tell you today that you're not alone. Kick back and let's just talk a little while. Grab your cup of coffee, uh, whatever you prefer to drink, and just just chill with me. And you know, just think about some of the things that we've been uh, that we're discussing. You know, I'm on here each and every Saturday morning from the eight o'clock hour to the nine to nine. And I thank you for joining me once again. I thank you for how you seem to make your way here once again. And and, and you know, it wasn't by happenstance. It's by divine appointment. It's called something that drawn you. It's something that you are searching for. It's something that you say, hey, I need to get out of this rut that I'm in. I don't want to keep living like I'm living. I don't want to keep doing what I always have been doing. And and I encourage you to find you a, a safe place within yourself. You know, uh, I was sharing with some people just the other day, uh, and we were talking about self-worth. Some people were saying that they just didn't feel it. They feel like they don't belong. You don't belong. And I got the and I got the a chance to encourage this person and a group of people that wherever you find yourself in, you need to be content in that situation because it's only for a season. You know, yes, you're out of a job, and I'm unhappy about it. I'm stressed out about it. But it's only for a season if you want to get out of that situation. Yes, I'm separated from my family and my kids or whatever it may be, but it's only for a season. And I'm saying a season in your own heart. You may not ever get your family back. Let's don't, let's don't fool ourselves. Sometimes you never get that that relationship back the way that it started out. You know, there's a song that says it's never like the first time. And sometimes that don't come back. But then the next relationship you get, the next family you get, you'll learn. You'll, you'll know the parameters of it. And, and and if it wasn't your fault, then you'll know the parameters of the person that you want to be with. You're not going to just fall for the okie-dokie, but you have a standard. And it, and it works both ways. You know, it works both ways. And so it's just an opportunity just for you to just reflect on some things. You know, I was reading the Bible the other day, and I, I love reading the Bible because it's the story of God, relationship with man. It's the story of how God was reincarnated through his son Jesus, and he walked with us and he talked with us. I'm talking about men of old, and he encouraged us to the Holy Writ. You know that sometimes people say, I don't believe in this God, I don't believe in these things, but things just don't happen. They said in the beginning that the, uh, that the Word was created by the Word of God. These things just don't happen. It said that I, I go away to prepare a place for you. You know, sometimes we're unhappy with the place where we're at. Sometimes we don't like what our surroundings are. But God, through his son Jesus, said, hey, come with me. For in my house, there's plenty of room, there's comfort, there's relaxing, 
that's an assurity. You know, that's a place where you can go and find peace. But you have to have peace within yourself. You have to believe that God is God. There is no other. You have to believe in the Holy Spirit, which is a keeper and a comforter and a sealer, and he's always with us and lead us and guide us. And those things, of course, there's a lot of stuff drawing your attention. You can look on the Internet and, and get lost on there. You can look at movies and, and kind of get dra- drafted into the movies, and before you know it, you, you're watching a series of movies all day long. And, and those things there, they're relaxing, but that's, it's more to life than that. And so I encourage you to find you some a safe place within yourself and see what God is going to do in your life. And just be content with where you're going and what's been going on with you. If you know anything about this program, we normally have guests at each and every episode. And sometimes we miss the mark on those things. So, but it give me and you an opportunity to just talk and reflect on how good God has been to us. And that's how you handling these discomforts in your life. How you handling these missed opportunities in your life? You know, in the in the, in the Bible, in the Book of Songs, Songs thirty four, it said that I will bless the Lord at all times. That His praises, His praises, talking about the praises of God, our Heavenly Father, our Lord and Savior, His praises should continually be in my mind. And I got to think about those very first verses said that I'm going to honor God at all times, regardless of what's going on in my life. I know that there's something greater for me. I know that there's going to be confident and assurance. I know that I'm going to win at the end. And, you know, I was telling someone the other day that sometimes I feel uh, reluctant and hesitant to do certain things. And, and, you know, that's just part of life. Sometimes you just don't feel it. But you say, well, I'm going to go through the motion because it's on my heart to do these things. And and sometimes these things just fall right into place for you. <laughs> so you don't have no excuse not to do it. You say, wow, that was easy. And then sometimes, let's face it, sometimes things don't work out well for us. And as we go through the things that that's on our heart and in our and on our mind to do, and we struggle with those things, but what we find out if we continue doing them, and if our heart is really into it, we will be successful and and be able to complete that task. And then you say, "Wow, I didn't really want to do it, but I ended up finishing anyway, and it came out better than I thought it would." I'm talking about life in general. And sometimes we have to realize that there's a greater purpose in our life than us just doing what we want to do. That's a greater purpose in us just uh, existing. You know, that's a purpose to, for us to please our Heavenly Father and us to encourage someone else. How often has someone said, I'm glad that, uh, that I met you. I'm glad that you're my friend. I'm glad that you're available. That's a purpose. You might not think much of it, but that person was saying that he was glad that you were a part of what they was doing. And so you have to be very mindful of that, that, you know, that you're not your own, you know. You've been bought with a price, as the Holy Writ said, but that price is causing you to step out on faith and go and do the things that God put to your hands to do. You see, I keep wrapping everything around the Word of God. Because, you know, you can't separate life from God. It's no way. There's no way. But, again, how are you handling your discomforts? How are you handling? It's in the Scripture, and His praise you seeing you be in my mouth. My soul should make her boast in thee, and the humble should hear that uh. Are you okay with where you at? Are you okay with your surroundings? Are you okay in what's going on in your life? I know it don't look right. It don't feel right. But are you okay? And what can you do about it? Is there anything you could do? 
Or can you you just gonna stay in the bed, stay head with your head under the cover, or just ignore the fact? Are you going to get up and do something about it? And sometimes the best thing that we could do about it is just to be about the business at hand. You can't ignore the problem that's existing, but you can make a difference. You can encourage someone else and in turn encourage yourself. I got to thinking about some old records that I used to listen to, and one a guy that I, I really enjoyed was Gil Scott. Gil Scott and Brad Jackson, they had this song called Winter in America. And I got to thinking, sometimes it seems like that we're in this in this fog, and it's been going on for years and years, sometimes for decades. But at the end of that song, he said it, that it's going to be a, a change, a, something is going to change and in your life and my life. That's going to a change is coming. And I think about Johnny Guitar Watson when he, he said that a real motherfucker. I got to think, I said, wow, man, that's awesome now, man. And he was talking about the gas prices. I bet the gas prices are high where you are, too. And guess what? This ain't the first time the gas prices been like that. They might not have been as high as they are, but they've been high. I recall some time ago, you know, that the gas prices were so out of whack that we couldn't even buy gas every day. We had to buy it on, on the thing they call odd and even days. Have you ever heard about that? When the license plate, based on your number, you could get gas on the odd day or the even day or the, based on your license plate number. So it, it kept it kept everybody from having to run on the on the pumps. But people were still scared. They were still confused. They were still doing things to try to get an upper hand on the situation. But guess what? And, and that problem to, uh, was worked out. And guess what? Now we can buy gas any time of the day and night. There's multiple gas stations. The prices are high. But yet, we should be able to manage that discomfort. And also with the uh, financial woes, financial collapse, financial hardships, this isn't the first time that we lost. Y'all remember uh, prior to this president, you know, we we were in an economic decline. And our last president, President Barack Obama, he straightened this thing out to the best of his ability. He was surrounded by like-minded men and women that worked towards the best interests of the country, and they worked this thing out. But don't tell me that God had had forgot about us. Don't tell us that we need to just give up. Things will work themselves out, but you have a big part to play in that. What is your part? Just to maintain, just to hold on, just to continue to live this life out, be content right where you are. That don't mean being satisfied. It means that, hey, I know this thing ain't right, but I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to go out and try to hurt everyone. I'm not going to try to hurt myself. I'm not going to abandon my family. I'm going to let this thing work itself out and let God get the glory in this situation. You know, as you think about how good things been in your life, and I got to thinking about what Paul was saying in the book of Ephesians. Paul said that, hey, I was very educated. I went to the best schools. I followed all the laws and the tradition of, the, of this clan, of the set I was in. I had prestige, and people knew who I was. And I spoke, and people listened. But he said, but I realized that I wasn't doing things quite right. He realized that, hey, there was a bigger purpose in life. There were some things that he had missed the mark on. And he said, wait a minute, once I saw the errors of my ways, once my eyes were open and 
and the blindness was taken off. He said, all those things that I gravitated to, all that, that education that I learned, the traditions that I was following, all the lectures I was given, I count all those things rubbish. I count them all trash. I count them all uh, not even worthy to what I have right now. And he was saying that, hey, I've seen how God has changed things in my life and the people's lives around me, and now I know the errors of my ways, and God was good to me. Remember, Paul had this uh, encounter on the road to Damascus. Come on now, you know what I'm talking about. You Bible scholars, you newbie to the faith, you know Paul, the story of Paul, how he was persecuting the church, but yet he had this encounter with the true and living God, and it changed his life. What is changing your life in this time, in this season? What have got your eyes set fixed on something? Guess what? If it ain't on heavenly things, it ain't going to benefit you nothing. Paul said this thing here that I was gravitating to, and I found out it wasn't nothing until I fixed my eyes on the true and living God. And he said that I count all those things un, uh, unworthy and unprofitable or what I was pursuing. And again, I want to know, what are you up to? You know, is your money keeping you safe and secure? You know, people got money, you know, but sometimes they're unhappy. Look at the celebrities that we uh, that we hear about through the news media, through TV programs, how they are wrestling with self-worth, with bad behavior, with missed opportunities. Just think about it. The peoples that are seen to be well-educated but making crazy proposals and have crazy ideals. All those things, you know, are unprofitable and unworthy. But when you know the truth, and the truth should set you free. And what is that truth? That truth is knowing who you are and knowing the relationship you have with your Heavenly Father. Yes, all these other things, they're just, they're just stuff that's in, that's in the mix here. But those things will be separated from the truth. You'll listen to Free on the Inside, the Internet program to inform your character and challenge you to be all you could be in Christ Jesus. I'm your humble host, Minister Joy Lewis, and we're broadcasting to you live and in color. We're broadcasting you at time, which is from 8 to 9. We're broadcasting to you about how good God has been to we, his people, and how we have no need of turning around, no need of falling back, no need of fading away, that we can stand and stand on God's word and God's word alone, because we know where our help comes from. Our help comes from the Lord, who is the maker of heaven and earth. And if you think about the good things that he has been doing for you, you can't do nothing but continue to go forward. And I was sharing with you earlier about some things that I wrestle with sometimes, but yet those things tend to work out to God's glory, not mine, but to the glory of God. And I bet you got that same testimony, too, about how good God been to you and your family. As you think about the education that you have gain. It isn't your doing. It will cost a God. So what are you doing with that education? You may be working in a in a, uh, a, in a, uh, a Fortune 500 company. You may be working uh, as an executive, uh, plant manager, whatever it may be. But wherever you are, God puts you there. 
And this is why your own education, your own ingenuity, he gave you the ability to acquire that knowledge. And now that you have that knowledge, what are you going to do with it? Are you using it to glorify him? And, and a lot of times when we uh, forget about God and we, we think we, we are a uh, self-made person, why we created this thing for ourselves, then we find out when it falls apart, then we feel a loss, that we feel unworthy, unnecessary. I meet people from various times that said they was that they were engineers and they was uh, 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 plant designers and they ran a company, but then they find themselves living on the street. They find themselves homeless. They find themselves addicted to drugs and alcohol, but they still have that knowledge in which they was which they had gained prior to that episode, and I said, hey, you know, that same knowledge that you have is still available and still useful today. You need to just straighten yourself up and maybe go back to school, but that knowledge is still there. And, you know, and so they can't they can't take that from you. The enemy come to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to take your position in life, but he can't take your relationship away from God. Jesus said, my sheep knows my voice, and another they will uh, they won't follow. He said that can't nothing separate us from the love of God. Yes, he take take my position, but he can't take my relationship. And these men and women that I encounter various times, once they been restored, once they get they uh they sanity back and their relationship back with God and man, they find out that they can pick up the pieces of where they left off at, not doing it the way they used to do it, but doing it differently. I have so many stories of success that uh, it will fill a volume of three books there about how men have found they found themselves and how women have finally found themselves and they came back into a right relationship and now God is doing some great things in their life. Amen. And I bet you're one of those stories, too, how God is continually to reveal and to share life uh, situations with you and how you have to be mindful that God is always in charge of everything. And as you think about how good God's been to you and you and your family at this here time, you can't do nothing but encourage someone else. Encourage another young man. Encourage another young woman. You know, myself, I was uh, I was uh talking to some guys the other day and we was just talking about uh we talk about auto auto repair. And each one of those guys had a different take on, on how to work on car. And I learned something out of that situation. And we all learned something from that, you know. Because no one person have it all. So we learn from each other. The scriptures say iron sharp and iron. And you know and some guys know body work, some guys know uh how to work on transmission, carburetor work breaks or whatever it may be. We can learn all those skills uh, together, but it's always someone that's specialized in a particular skill and a particular uh, job uh, uh, fashion or take. You know, so that's something that I'm, I'm just saying that though because you don't have to feel like that. You need to know everything. I was sitting in a lecture there uh, some time ago, and, uh, and, this, and, uh, and the person, the host of the lecture, or the instructor was saying, I'm going to show you a lot of material, but a lot of this material you'll never use. And so a lot of this material, you've been exposed to it, but you're not going to use all this material. It would be good at various times, but you're not going to pick out the best of this of the material that suits what you want to do and use it. And I got to thinking, man, here I am trying to learn everything. Well, I just need to just learn the thing that's going to be con- that I need 
know about. The thing that's going to be, uh, 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 be uh, allow me to be successful in my family and the people I'm around. You know, I took the burden off of me. I took a burden. I figured, hey, I didn't have to learn to do all that stuff anymore. I ain't got to just uh, get gain all of be frustrated because I don't get. It. I just need to just do the things that uh, that interest me, the things that's going to benefit me and my family. And it took and it make the uh, learn a lot easier. I got to thinking just so much as I do electronics. And I've been doing it my whole life, and when I first started doing it, I was overwhelmed by the things. I would look at a circuit board, and it had all those little components on it. I said, "Man, how in the world would I ever learn to fix this real board when it's got so many facets to it?" But once I started learning the ins and outs and the workings of it, and I saw a diagram and how the circuit was laid out, and how each circuit, each operation got its own little circuit that operates something else. So I don't have to look at the whole board. I can just look at that portion that operates the failure in which I'm trying to fix. And in our life, yes, you got a lot of things going on, but work the first things first. What thing is keeping you from being successful? Is it a bad attitude? You don't know how to interact with people? Work on that thing. Your finances may be right, but you may need to work on your relationship. You know, wait a minute, my education ain't right. You know, I'm able to do a lot of things, but I seem to be stuck in this uh, uh, in this one stage here. Work on that education. Don't worry about the family. You got that take care of. Don't worry about the finances that take care of. Worry about that education. Look at it in a, you know, compartmentalize all those things there. That's what I said about, our, about the world today with things that's going on. Sometimes we just overwhelmed by every situation, but compartmentalize that thing and just work on that given uh, a problem at that time. And once that's worked out, then you move on to something else, you know, and give God the glory out of it. Oh, man, I got to think, I said, man, that's, you know, I can do this job now. And guess what I've been doing in a number of years? I even left that, uh, that line of work, and I've done something else because I was laid off and uh and the job come to an end, and and the and the work wasn't even available, and so I ended up doing something else. But I always kept that desire and that skill level in my mind, and I always knew that uh, I could go back to that, provided the time was right. Because once you acquire some knowledge, you verse, you won't forget it. You may not be as sharp as you used to be, but you still would know the ins and outs of it. And so that's what. And, and that's what a measure of success means, to being able to continue to acquire the knowledge in which you had gained. You know how good things have been for you. You know what the outcome of certain situations. And so allow you to con- uh, turn that thing around, allow you to continue to, to uh, do those things that are good and noteworthy and, and beneficial to you and your family. You know, as I, as I was thinking about what we was talking about, I'm glad that you joined me this morning. I'm glad that we able to have this little conversation, you know, because I want you to just think about it. What are you going to do today? What are your plans for today? How you intend to relieve some of the stress that you that you encountering? You know, as we wake up in the morning, we hear about different news articles and things that's going on, and it kind of shakes you for a while. But what are you doing? Are you going to ignore it? Are you going to be bitter? Are you going to uh, get better about the situation? When you go out and buy gas and go to the store or whatever it may be, you see men and women that's constantly asking for money, arms, you know, hey, help me. Brother, can't you spare a nickel? Brother, you got to die. 
you know, are you going to be mad or are you going to interact with them or you going to have nothing? And a lot of times we don't have anything. We live in an age now where people use debit cards and we we don't have money per se. But if you do have money, are you willing to help anyone out? That's a personal choice. That's a personal choice. And when you do help them, now are you giving them some words of advice too, like words of encouragement? You know, and people are pretty—they pretty honest with you on the street. They'll tell you, "Hey, I'm out here to do this. I'm out to do that. Or this is what's going on with me." And sometimes people get content and happy where they at. But you can look at them and see in their eyes and their expression that they don't really want to be there. They just want someone to kind of help them. And you can tell them something they may already know. You say, "Hey, there's a shelter down the street. There's a place across town." You know, and they know about those places. And so when you, when you tell them about it, it just reinforces what they say. Cause several other cars may come by and tell them the same thing. And guess what? They're, it'll dawn on them. <clears throat> Maybe I need to pay attention to what's happening. Maybe it's something that's, you know, they're trying to get, get my attention at some things. I'm going to chill right here for a minute and grab me another fresh cup of coffee. I want you to grab you something, too. And we're going to just pick up this line of conversation once again. Will you listen free on the inside? And call in numbers 310-982-4126. And it's just me and you. What's up with you this morning? Back down, back down. All right, just kick back and relax, 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 and let's just finish this line of conversation here. I'm so glad that you joined me this morning here. You know, there's so many things to talk about, as we stated earlier, but yet we want to talk about our life and what's going on with us. We want to make sure that we're okay on this here day, but this is the day that the Lord had made. Let us rejoice in it. I am so pleased and pleased and honored that you joined me this morning here because, you know, sometimes I feel alone. Sometimes I feel unworthy, but I look around and I see I'm not in this here alone. I, I draw strength and encouragement knowing that there's other like-minded men and women just like myself that seem to be wrestling with things that's going on today but not losing heart to saying, Lord, what would you have me to do in this situation? And sometimes he said, peace be still. I got this. I got this. I got this. Aren't you glad to know that somebody greater than yourself got this? Someone that knows the beginning and the end. Someone that knows that there's more to life than the food that we eat and the clothes that we wear. That's more to life than having money. That's more to life than having a name. Amen. Because all those things don't benefit us. Nothing, as we said earlier, because he knows who we are. He knows where we are. And he knows where he's going to take us. He said, come, come, come. Just the way you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that invitation. Thank you for inviting me over. Sometimes I feel lost. Sometimes I'm, I don't know what's 
going on, but I think about how good you've been to me. It gives me a reason to say, amen, hallelujah, yes, 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 yes to your ways, yes, 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 yes to your precept, yes, I will go wherever you have me to go. And guess what? Where he sent you, you will be successful. It will, you will be fruitful. Where he sent you, people will be honored and pleased that you came that way. Because they said, hey, we've been looking for you. Just like the lady at the well as she was coming on a day-to-day basis looking for something to refresh her thirst. But little did she know that the that the water life was going to be uh, dispersed at that moment there. And it was good for her to be there to the point that she went and told somebody. Are you willing to tell somebody, in spite of everything that's going on, that you are more than a conqueror, that you got this thing worked out, but you're not alone in this here. That, yes, you had some help working this thing out here. You know, that God has sent you a comforter and a friend to work this thing out in your life here. I encourage you today. I encourage you tomorrow. I encourage you the days to come to cast all your curls up on him for he cares for you. Talking about Jesus, the Son of God, that uh that took on the sins of the world for you and I. As we think about what we are facing on a day to day basis, we got to know that we don't face this thing alone. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna wrap it up right here now because I have some other things I need to do. But I did want to talk to you today. I thank you for joining me once again. I pray that things have been uh uh been uh made clear to you that hey, you know, get yourself together in spite of everything going on because God have need of you. For you to take care of your family, for you to take care of the things that he put to your hands to do, for you to be the head and not the tail, for you to be successful. He have you on that potter's wheel and he's shaping it, he's molding you and he's making you to be all that he needs you to be. You can't be nobody else. He needs you to be who he created you to be. All this other stuff is going to be just it's like sinking sand. It's like sand in the hand. It just slips right onto It's like water. You know, you can't hold on to it. You never know how God is going to bless you. You never know the things he has in store for you. But you got to position yourself. You got to position yourself up. How do you do that? By staying within his presence, staying within his will. That's why I call positioning yourself for a breakthrough. I'm not going to go to the left of his word. I'm not going to go to the right. I'm going to stand on his word and his word alone. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Thank you once again for joining me. Before I get out of here, let me give you a word of encouragement through prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this time, this hour. Thank you for early morning words of encouragement, dear Lord. Thank you for encouraging me on how for me to encourage someone else. Let some a person, young or old, be encouraged by what they heard today, dear Lord. How we go through life changing and we're, we're burdened down by all these situations, but God wants to know, what's up with you? Why are you concerned about these things when I got all these things under control? Thank you, Lord, for bringing to my attention, dear Lord, though uh, wars and rumors of wars and chaos and famine or whatever it may be, dear Lord, that you got this. And you got this, Lord. Thank you, dear Lord, for encouraging me. Dear Lord, we cast all my cares upon you. Dear Lord, we pray that uh, that you watch over us throughout the day, throughout the week. Keep us until we meet again in the name of Jesus. We pray these things. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.